0: Hello from Tampa, Florida, and how long have I been waiting to say that to you? Good morning, good Friday morning. I am Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is a game day daily shot of Steelers, which comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates. But the ball flies here Tonight on the Gulf Coast of Florida at Raymond James Stadium, it's a 7.02 p.m. kickoff time. Steelers versus Buccaneers, but really Steelers offense versus expectations? Is that fair? Do you really even care how the defense does tonight? Would anything that they do in one direction or the other move the needle? No, you just want to see Kenny move the ball. You just want to see Kenny connect, especially to a couple of the younger guys who can get your hope needle breaking off the meter. That's what you want. I know. I can see right through you. Well, here are three things that I want to see here tonight. Three specific things that I want to see here. And yes, because I'll go along with what it is that you want, I'm going to keep all of them on the offensive side. Number one, These aren't in any sort of order of priority here, but just number one, like first thing I'm bringing up chronologically is that I want to see a really high caliber intermediate pass in which Kenny connects to literally anyone. But if it's Deontay Johnson and he's running forward, I'll take that one above all the rest. Reason well, you've been seeing, hearing, and reading an awful lot, no doubt, about Pickett and what he's done in camp in terms of his arm strength, his accuracy, his ability to read not only the, the defense, but also what his receivers want from him, specifically. I am telling you now, as I've been telling you for a couple weeks, that no one has impressed me more in this camp overall. Then Deontay, and I understand that's not the most popular, sexiest answer because he's been around for a while, and he's not new and shiny, and he had a deeply disappointing, I thought, 2022. Fact is, he's been really, really good. Other fact is, Kenny has thrown a very tight spiral on these 10 to 20-yard passes, and I am looking forward to seeing both of those on full display to the full nation, for the first time. Look, it's not the same seeing some video shot from the stands in Latrobe compared to watching it on a television. You know, high definition, sixty-three inch, with multiple replays followed by all kinds of analysis, and then afterwards there'll be quotes about it and all this other stuff. It'll be—it's just—it's just—it's something that lifts the confidence level. Not just of those who are inside the fold, but those around the team, including the fans. And that's, I think, something that this offense needs. This offense, specifically the passing game, has to develop its own internal swagger. And it's so much easier to do that when it is surrounded by a matching external swagger in those yellow seats when the 49ers come to Pittsburgh. Number two, I want to see continued running through the left side of the line. Why the left side? Well, part of that is obvious. Either Dan Moore Jr. or Broderick Jones, or maybe even both, depending on if they split, are going to be out there with the first team. I believe it's going to be more. And through camp... There's been no hesitation on Mike Tomlin's part, and he's very much the type to do this as a test, to just keep pounding away on that side. For a couple of reasons. One, you want to test the guys that are battling for left tackle. Two, you want to assimilate Isaac Selmalu as much as you can, as early as you can. And if you see even one, but ideally a couple, good, solid runs through that left side, by Najee Harris, then you'll be seeing more of what we've been able to see out in Latrobe, and that, too, will be, I think, an empowering thing for the offense. It'll be their way of saying, hey, listen, this was just a series or two or whatever it ends up being. But what you saw last year when we went 7-2 and down the stretch and averaged those 146.4 yards per game, we are that We are going to be even better than that. So I'd really like to see that. Number three, and this is going to be the only one that I disassociate from specific players because I don't care who does this. I don't care what quarter it happens in. I don't care if the Buccaneers are pulling in people from truck stops to play defense. I want to see an offense that takes seriously attacking the middle of the football field. If that's Darnell Washington in the third quarter, if it's Pat Fryermuth on the first series, if it's George Pickens on a go route, I just want to see the ball go across the middle. I want to be convinced that this is not something that I believe in, no matter how often I've seen it, Latrobe. I want to see something that makes me believe that everybody from Mike Tomlin to Matt Canada on down is going to commit themselves to attacking the middle of the field and making the Steelers' offense complete because otherwise it's going to continue operating with a lot of the same handicaps that we saw in 2022. So go after it. If it's Mitch Trubisky doing it, great. If it's Mason Rudolph, it's if it's whoever the fourth quarterback is, whatever, just, just throw the ball down the middle. When we come back, J1Q. is Tanner Morgan. I, I knew who it was. I just don't care, all right? Because so I'm going after the first actual question that you've got after the ad break. It's Tanner Morgan. He has about as much chance of cracking the roster as I do. Today's actual J1Q comes from Michael, and he asks, is Calvin Austin in danger of not making the 53-man roster? I'm a little bit concerned that this question would come after I gave a critical assessment of Austin from practice a couple of days ago. But I also understand that that thirst for information from settings like Latrobe is so great within this fan base that you'll take every little morsel and sometimes it'll get amplified. I haven't been wild about Austin's catching at this camp i would love to see austin change that narrative uh, the people who are getting on me and a bunch of you did over how oh, dare you say this when so and so person who is at this and this outlet said he's having a great camp and somebody else are you saying that that guy's wrong no no okay this isn't a this isn't a competition to see who's right about a given player assessment Over the course of a three-week journey, to borrow the Mike Tomlinism that applies here. I would love to see Austin catch the ball. And I would love to be able to tell you that I didn't see Austin drop the easiest lateral pass in the flat you've ever seen. Because he took his eyes off the ball because he wanted to see if he'd get pulverized. And I would love to tell you that Austin didn't bobble a sure touchdown from Mitch Trubisky the other day, right in front of the head coach, only to have the head coach call him out on it right in front of the whole team. So th- this isn't me. And this isn't me making some sort of mass pronouncement on Austin's career. I'm saying that I saw a couple things I didn't like. Is he in jeopardy of not making the roster? I mean, I suppose everybody is to some extent. If you're coming off a year in which you didn't participate at all because of an injury, you never know what it is that management might have in mind. If you're coming off a week in which the starting quarterback went out of his way, brought up on his own, how much he's enjoyed working with Gunnar Olszewski, who essentially has your same job, you know, these aren't great things. But I'm not going to sit here and predict the demise of Calvin Austin III based on A couple weeks of practicing in the grass. There's real football to be played and there's real football to be played here in Tampa tonight. Believe you me, this is a coach who values what you do under the lights in stadiums on Sundays. Speaking of Tomlinisms. And he's going to weigh that. Way disproportionately to anything he'd see in any practice. He's just like that. Not all coaches are. He is. So Austin is another guy to watch tonight. And if I'm the Steelers, I'm showing a lot of Austin. He's somebody I'm using through all four quarters because why not? Including, including, On the offense. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And guess what? We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. Because how could I fly all the way down here and not do the show the next day? So we're going to have a special Saturday, Daily Shot of Steelers. Thanks so much for listening.